This is a Mortarbox Media Podcast. For more podcasts and to learn how we can help you create your own, visit mortarboxmedia.com. Welcome again to Chill Filtered, a podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to. But you probably should. On uh, today's episode, we have uh, an entry-level whiskey that I think you can find easily. We're excited to drink it. We're drinking Old Forester 86 proof. It's the standard. Um, looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully, you're drinking with us. Uh, just a couple things before we get into the show, though. I uh, want to mention, hit us up. Hit us up on whatever platform you find valuable to you. Except for Twitter, because we don't do that. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. And, uh, you know, you can always look at us on uh, patreon.com backslash chill filtered, I believe. Uh, so, yeah, we'd yep. love to interact. We'd love to talk to you, uh, especially on Instagram. That's our favorite. We love talking to people and uh, seeing what you're drinking, seeing what we should drink, um, and looking forward to just chatting with you in general. So, hit us up on those. That's enough of the business, I hope. Cole, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. It's, uh, yeah. let's see, it is week, whoever knows how long, uh, on, of this quarantine stuff. Actually, there's one of my, one of these guys I know on Instagram who posts a story every day, like for the past two months. And he says, and it's got the, um, Groundhog Day meme of like, well, <laughs> it's quarantine day again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and so i thought that was pretty funny especially that he posts it every day like he like updates it that's dedicated yeah um that so is, quarantine life was that like, i know i know a lot of people who started like when they got quarantined they were doing stuff like i'm gonna do this every day and they all dropped off but to be this far in and still doing it that's awesome seriously yeah 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 it's crazy he's a funny guy um yeah it's been good let's think uh it's hard to like update these every week because there's not much that's happening oh i do have one thing i am going so in phoenix uh phoenix is southeast and a few other or southwest rather of a mountain range Uh, it's called the uh superstition mountains and so heather and i are going up into the superstitions into a town called payson this weekend for memorial day nice we are just kind of getting away and just taking a load off i guess it's memorial day so one extra day we're leaving on saturday getting back midday monday so i my intention is to kind of just chill heather wants to hike a little bit and stuff like that and just at least take in the fact that we're in the mountains but i'm like i could just chill in the cabin which we have like an airbnb um and just be okay with that but we're gonna find a happy medium for sure and that's then, yeah i mean you've been stuck at home this whole time like you really need some downtime where you don't do much yeah yeah and i <laughs> well that's me because i can't i like okay so the biggest reason and i'll be 100 percent honest i want to reflect and i want to okay. um self introspect i guess and that's really hard for me to do in my own home yeah to just like sit down and think and and not want to do something yeah uh, so that's the biggest laundry. i gotta go do some jewelry i gotta clean this i gotta exactly set up. yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah and so so that'll be nice to have and, I, and i'm down to do a little hiking or like checking out the mountains um there were some cool options for like cliff jumping and that's like one of my favorite outdoor yes. activities is cliff jumping into like water of course um it is so much fun for me to get the heart rate going and the adrenaline pumping in that way so we might I'm take advantage you. of that, although this time of year in the mountains will get very cold water. So Heather might be a little not wanting to do that. So we might, we might not. I'll let you know next week if we do, especially. Um, there was shrinkage. The water was cold. <laughs> oh, I was watching Seinfeld today. Uh, and uh, I was watching the, the episode where they're in a parking garage the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. It was With great. With the fish. Yeah, exactly. The bladder issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And then I, um, yeah, I, I realized, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but every episode is slightly different on the credit ending scene. 
Like sometimes there'll be, maybe not every time, but there are variations in the credit ending. It's like boom, ba ding ding, boom, ba doom, and like you know, like whatever it is. <laughs> but sometimes you'll get like people singing, like ha. It's weird. So I found that out going through Seinfeld for the whoever knows how many time, what time. So, but yeah, I think everything's uh, everything's pretty good. I'm curious how are things going on your side with the quarantine and all. Good. Things are really good. Um, so I, uh, I have a problem where I have to finish things I start, even if the things I start suck. Uh-huh. And right now I'm watching that Ozark show. Do you watch that okay. at all? I, we watched and, the first few episodes, Heather and I did. Yeah. And I don't like it. I don't like the show, but I feel like I need to see it through. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I've been like making myself watch some every morning when I work out kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, but now that you're my like, gosh, I need to be getting watching Seinfeld because it has been probably two years since I've gone through them all. So uh-huh. I do need to do that. Um, and the other show Chelsea and I were ta- watching the other night, we were watching, um, Oh gosh, the hunters. Have you watched that on Amazon? No, I don't think so. I it's mean, I like definitely a, haven't, but I don't know what it is. It's a, like this Jewish kid that hunts Nazis post World War. Oh, cool! Two, so it's like the seventies or something like that, and he gets into this ring of people. But anyway, is that had the, the one that... with uh, Al Pacino? Yeah, okay. yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. so. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, the other uh, has a uh, Ted, the guy that plays Ted Mosley from How I Met Your Mother, and then Chelsea oh, and cool. like, we need to watch that again because that's a fun fun show to watch. Is How I Met Your Mother? So anyway, what's his um, name again? Isn't it like. Oh, gosh. Josh Radner or something like that? Radner sounds correct. I don't know about Josh, but Radner sounds correct. And not Gilda. That's from Saturday Night Live. I um, grew up in a town called Radner. Uh, West of Philadelphia? West of Philadelphia, born and raised. That's right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so anyway... Show wise, that but no, it's been it's been a, an interesting week. I think Boise had the most rain it's had this time oh, wow. of year, like on record kind of thing. So it's been super rainy. I heard um, the uh, river was low before that. Oh yeah, that's what I heard. I did. I don't know. I haven't. You haven't, haven't floated yet? No, I haven't floated since Amara, pretty much since the accident. <laughs> since the incident, you say accident, I say incident. Um, <laughs> Whoever says it first. The funny thing is, is the summer the twins came, Mar that was gonna be Amara's first year going on the river with me and we're gonna float the river and all that. And then the twins came early and we didn't get it to it. So I need to Well now we gotta do it. Put out a few years for the twins. Yeah, I need to. So um but no, it's it's been rainy. But one thing I have I realized I haven't like the one great thing about this quarantine is uh like we are ahead on our summer goals. The twins are both potty trained, which is nice. awesome. I have not That's had incredible. to wipe. Dude, it's been awesome. This has been a bit, for about a month now. They've been like solid. I haven't had to wipe That's the poopy great. butt since like April, which is awesome. That's well, great. I've had to, I mean, have a diaper poopy butt. If <laughs> yeah. Daddy. Yeah. yeah. Wipe my butt. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. And then they also they're doing awesome at the big girl bed. So like those were two big summer goals and we're already ahead on that. So I'm like, that's wow. been good. Also, uh-huh. I kind of realized, except for the back of my head, cause I don't know how that looks. I might just start cutting my own hair from now on because I'm doing a decent. Short? No, like I kind of like, so I think I might go in like every two months and have uh-huh. them do the top cause I'm not secure in doing the top, but like I can get the size, I can get a decent fade going. I can nice. trim, like, yeah, I, except for the back. I don't know how the back looks, but Amara's like, dad, you do a better job than that. I'm like, I'll take that. Like, Mark, yeah. she's a suck up though. She's yeah. a suck up. But oh, is she? It, I so. figured she was, she was, uh, shooting straight. Oh, uh, she loves a compliment. That girl's love language. Like she is, is words like written, spoken. But anyways, I'm pretty sure I'm like, I don't know, but nice. yeah, I've been cutting my own hair. That's been going well. Uh, smoked a chicken last weekend and it, uh, turned out pretty good. So nice. Yeah. yeah so it's been, a, it's been an all right week. Oh cool. man, today though, I don't usually, uh-huh. I don't drink a lot of beer, but we went and got, uh, walked to this food truck that's near our house yeah. and then there's a, it stays outside the cider house and I had a beer. I'm feeling super bloaty and tired right now. Like uh-huh. I got to stick to whiskey cause that's like, I feel much better after I drink a whiskey than I do a beer. That's for sure. Yeah. Just ask, so. uh, Adam. 
Well, yeah. he doesn't drink either these days. But he, he was told by his doctor he could potentially drink whiskey. But he's like, no, nah, I'm just going to cut it all out for now. But when he meets his goal, he will uh, sip a little whiskey in the end of the year. A tip. A tipple. A tipple and a tot. A tipple and a tot. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so. Um, so it's, yeah, that's so cool. Like that food truck thing sounds amazing with the beer. Yeah. So when you guys, so I know Chelsea sent you guys some, hopefully you guys get yeah. here this summer. I think that's going to work mid-July. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm kind of at the point too where I'm like, I really haven't been to the liquor store since March. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm just itching to like buy some bottles. (laughs) Dude, I (laughs) I feel that. I bought a Woodford the other day. Oh yeah. We got to do that. I got to, that's okay. I'm going to go out this week and get a Woodford. We'll put that up this week. Okay. I learned a lot about it, sipping it this week and I won't, give much away we'll have to do it in a soon to be future episode okay for sure all right man i'm good are you good you got anything else to say or should we should we move to break here i guess we'll send it to break hey robbie yeah cole are you a fan of things that are soft on your skin? Um, mostly, especially in my crotch region. Hey, that's good because that's what I was talking about from the beginning. I was talking about crotch region skin. So my recommended recommendation to you, Robbie, <laughs> is that you get me undies. That's right, meundies.com, keyword chill filtered. And we're back with Chill Filtered. Uh, so, uh, before break, we talked about what we're drinking today. We are drinking Old Forester 86 Proof. They're, they're base whiskey, base bourbon. And, uh, and I'll get to some of the history. Uh, I, you know, it's, it's episode 101. And I was like, man, we should have done oh, Wild Turkey 101. Wild Turkey. I know. I thought that too. <laughs> yeah. But I guess, yeah, it's just too late. But, uh, and then we could have done, technically... Uh, Eagle Rare 17 as of the last two years, but no one can get their hands on that bottle. Uh, But it is 101 (laughs) proof these days. So, but if someone wants to send that to us, see, I got to get to the liquor store and hit that guy up. Yeah. I have not been down there. I needed to go. Is he, does he work there? He does. Yeah. He works. Oh, yeah. Totally. Just smooth him up, man. We'll go together. He said, he said he would, he would trade four ounces of, uh, what is it? The uh, Midwinter Night's Dram for yeah, four ounces. That would blow my so. mind. But that was blow like the week mind. before all of this happened. So I don't know if we can get back to that or not. Hey, just bring it up. Doesn't hurt. I, I will. I'm I'm unabashed. Going to try to get Eagle Rear 17 for us any way possible. Yeah, that would blow my mind. Anyway, Old Forester. Let's talk about the distillery. So first of all, this is actually our second, potentially even our third Old Forester product on the podcast. Uh, episode 72 was Old Forester 1870, original batch. Uh, but also episode 54 was uh, an Old Forester 1910 uh, that was hosted by Caleb Olson and his friend, I want to say James, I might be wrong. Uh, and that was, yeah, Old Forester 1910. So we've technically had it th- at this point three times on the podcast. Uh, based in Shively, Kentucky, just outside of Louisville. Now, here's how I know how to pronounce Shively. Uh, I wondered, I was like, is it Shively or something like that? And I had to look into it. And apparently their like slogan slogan or like motto for their town is lively and shively. So that makes me know how you pronounce (laughs) Shively, Kentucky. Uh, They now have an additional downtown Louisville location, but it looks like most of their old Forester products come from the Shively uh, distillery Uh, owned by Brown Foreman, who also owns Woodford Reserve and Jack Daniels. Uh, their Old Forester bourbon is officially the longest-running bourbon brand on the market. Uh, they have had the brand going for 109 or 149 years un- uninterrupted. So even even uh, prohibition didn't stop it. it. They continued to make it. They had one of the medical licenses to distill during that time. Now, 
Um, it was also notably the first bottled bourbon uh, that was sold in sealed bottles. And, hmm. and so they, they started selling in these bottles in 1870 by, there was a guy named George Garvin Brown, who's one of the founders of Brown Foreman. Uh, and they mentioned, I mentioned this in the last episode, but why did they bottle the stuff first? And why did they take pride in that uh, or being the first to bottle? They it said they wanted to prove to their customers that they weren't unadulterated or had any substitutions with other products. But I feel like that doesn't prove it to me. Yeah. You could still get an <laughs> adulterated product by putting it in a bottle. It might even be more available to uh, impurify. So anyway... Um, this is this year, like 2020 is the 150th anniversary of the brand and the bottling. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. So that's kind of cool. They have a few, uh, options of bourbon and actually a rye. Uh, they have this product, the 86 proof. They have a hundred proof bourbon and a 100 proof rye. And then they have a few special options. Now I'll go through some of them. Uh, they have the old Forester 1897. The bottled in bond. That's the same same bottle. Um, basically, just a hundred, hundred and ten proof, and uh, just bottled in bond. In terms of what makes it special, it's the same recipe as Old Forester eighteen or eighty six proof. Pretty much all of them are the same uh, recipe. Uh, there is nineteen ten Old Fine Whiskey. This is the one that Caleb had, uh, and this is a 93 proof, and it's twice barreled. So they took it out of a barrel and put it in another new barrel. Um, 18, or, uh, there's a 1920 Prohibition style, and that's a 115 proof. That's basically the only difference. And then they have the one that we had in episode 72. That was the Old Forester 1870 original batch. Basically, they took barrels from three different warehouses, and it's 90 proof. Uh, they also do birthday bourbon, which is a yearly release bourbon, usually about 12 years old. Uh, and sometimes it's okay, uh, but sometimes it's amazing. <laughs> I had, I actually had a few bottles and I like traded them. It was in 2016 and, and I got three bottles that year and I traded them. One I traded for a Colonel E. H. Taylor four grain, which was a great trade in my opinion. Um, but I had the 2015 and it really didn't impress me. And that's why I traded them so quickly. Uh, only last year did I try the 2016 release at bourbon charity and it blew my mind. One of the sweetest, most um, like uh, almost like cake. It was that kind of sweet. It was really <laughs> good, like rich cake batter taste. And it's funny, it's a birthday bourbon. So it's almost like a birthday cake, but it was amazing. Uh, and I'm sort of sad I traded all three of them uh, without trying them. Uh, but, you know, it happens. But I got, you know, a few good things out of it. So um, so what we're drinking today, like I mentioned, the 86 proof, just the standard Old Forester, nothing too special. It's got 72% corn, 18% rye, and 10% malted barley. Uh, no age statement on the bottle, but it says it's uh, four years old. And like I said, 86 proof, of course, um, pretty inexpensive, but it comes with a plastic screw cap, um, total wine price, 1849, less than 20 bucks for a 750 of bourbon of at least four year old bourbon. So that's all I got. Let's pour this bad boy. Yeah. Um, so here, here's the cork pop. There it is, the unscrew <laughs> of a plastic cap. Like, I get it. You know, like, sometimes it's even better to do it. But maybe make it a cooler. Maybe don't just make it plastic. I don't know. But, you know, it's a cheap bottle. Probably um, cheaper to make it that way. And then you can sell more for less. Ooh, I poured a lot more than I should have. Oh, I think you, we need more of that, Cole. I think yeah. a, a talkative Cole is a good thing for the podcast. That's true. We were having a good time last time. <laughs> we, I think we had two good. I think it carried out a little long for... It did. When I went back to listen to it, I was like, oh, man, we're rambling. But we had a good yeah. time, so, you know. Yeah, we had a good time. Indulge us, I guess. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I getting... want to give a shout-out oh, uh, real quick. Uh, this shout-out goes to my friend Justin Efker, who gifted me the whole bottle. So, well, thank you, thanks. Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, 
I was uh, typing up a note real quick. Um, oh, you're good. So on the nose, lots of corn. Um, getting like a, a brown sugary kind of a sweetness on it too, which is kind of mm-hmm. nice. So what I'm getting is a very interesting note. Okay. Um, I made my own. I mentioned a few episodes ago. I made my own. What is it called? Root beer? No, I have made that. Um, Peppers. Grenadine. Hot sauce. Grenadine. Yeah. <laughs> Jewelry. No. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, made my own grenadine. And it's and grenadine is based off of pomegranate juice. Uh, I'm getting notes of the grenadine in here. It's kind of okay. a sweetness, but like almost uh, like a pomegranate sweetness. It's like not, I wouldn't call it bitter, but I would call it... Um, a little bit acidic in a way. Yeah, I can see that. A little bit of bananas, slight banana taste to it, almost like a Jack Daniels kind of taste. All right, I can see bananas a little. I'm not getting that, but yeah, mine's like corn and brown sugar. That's all I'm getting. Definitely brown sugar. That's a good one. I'm you not catching that? corn too much, but I respect that. I got a nose for corn. I love corned whiskey, so. Yeah, no, it's, that's It's one of my favorites, one of my favorites. I mean, it's a high corn recipe, 72%. Huh. Uh, Color, it is shiny and coppery, orangey. Yeah, but not too dark. It's it's truly... uh, Yeah, it's amber, copper, orange. Yeah. Um... So I took a sip, mm-hmm. pleasantly surprised. Like it's a, uh, <clears throat> it definitely, I can, I, I mean, I can tell the high corn. What was it? So it was mostly corn. And then what was the next one? It was rye. Corn rye, rye was 18%. 18. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. So yeah, definitely it's, it's a corn whiskey. I get that for sure. It's got that corn flavor. Um, it's good. It was like a, you know, nothing too special on the palate. It's uh, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, for yeah, the yeah. price, it's not bad at all. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. I've had this bottle for a while, and I've mostly just mixed it. Um, I don't think I've actually really sipped it with a analytical mm-hmm. mind of how to break it down. This isn't yeah. bad. It's really, like, there's no bitterness. There's no burn. Uh, and yeah. it's still got some depth to it. Um, yeah, like it's 86 proof. It's not a high proof. It's not exact. It's not a, like very low proof. It's, you know, of course it's between 80 and 90, but which is the low end, but it's not 80 proof. It's not, it doesn't taste super watered down. Like you would get like potentially with a Jack Daniels or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of dig, um, it, I don't like this word a lot and I've mentioned this. It's smooth. It's um, it doesn't it's <laughs> it is pleasant smooth. in a very yeah. subtle way it's not potent it's not um hit you with this flavor hit you with this flavor it's just it goes down really really good really quick yeah yeah <clears throat> so i like i said i love corn whiskeys and then during the football season uh for my nebraska corn husky games always drinking mm-hmm. corn whiskey um and if I, I'm having trouble, like certain brands that I find that I usually drink, I'm having trouble finding. So this might kind of be, might be my go-to for that now. It's mm. good. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, again, yeah, bucks. It's, yeah, no kidding. And it's, uh, you know, it is for $18. Like it's not that like, it's not like drinking rubbing alcohol, you know, it's, it's got some, I mean, for $18, it's got a lot of depth to it for yeah, whiskey in general, f- not a ton, finish? but it's still got yeah. depth. Mm. Yeah. I find that the finish has lasted longer than you would expect. Uh, it's not Absolutely. a really potent finish, but it's still like good on the finish. Like even thirty to thirty seconds to a minute later. Yeah, for sure. All right, I just dropped some water. Me too. I'm getting notes of hmm, little more yeah. buttery and banana y still, but not oh, strong see- bananas. Yeah, I'm not really getting bananas, but I do get the buttery. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get a little bit of like a fruitiness to it. I'm not sure. What, mm-hmm. and it's not like jumping out at me like apples or berries or anything like that, but it's definitely a mm-hmm. little bit of fruitiness, but I get the buttery. A uh, little bit of the corn still. It's a little more muted, but 
it's changed a little bit. Yeah. On the palette, same kind of notes. I guess I didn't really mention too much of them. I mentioned just how smooth it was, but a little bit of caramel, a little bit of vanilla, not not powerful, just just subtle. Um, but there is like, I wouldn't call it a bitterness, but there is a bite when I added a little water. Um, okay. And it's not bad. I just prefer it neat at this point. Yeah, not bad. I, I would agree. I think I prefer neat. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have my bus driver move that bus mm. and drop that cube. Drop that Oop. cube. Yeah, there's. There, it's weird that the bite just showed up when you add a little water. Maybe it's my ice slash water. We'll see no, with ice for sure. One thing I'd like to hear, if any listeners, after, we, after Cole started coining the phrase, bus driver, drop that cube, because like... I know pre-bus driver drop that cube, I would always say, I'm going to drop that cube. Um, but anybody else ever say bus driver drop that cube if you ever had ice to <laughs> Please say yes. <laughs> Has it been influential? I hope so. That, if, if I leave this world with anything and someone starts saying bus driver drop that cube, that maybe I know, maybe I don't, I feel like I've lived a good life. No, man. I tell you what you need, the legacy you need to leave. Uh-huh. It's a trench of swampy <laughs> goodness. Wasn't that that crazy? Oh man, <laughs> it still cracks me up. Oh, that's but so if funny. like if like you know the twins are in high school and I hear them <laughs> on the phone and they're like, "Yo, that's a trench of swampy goodness." I'm like, "Dang, <laughs> Cole did it!" <laughs> You're like, "He's done it." Oh, that's great. No, but it's no. funny, like, and, and everyone knows this. I say this out loud, and everyone's like, well, duh. But, like, that just made sense in my mind. I was like, people will get this. <laughs> people will just um, get it, you know? So, uh, I just had a sip of it with the cube, and the ice made it colder. Really? <laughs> yeah. You too? Yeah. That's the uh, mouthfeel. <laughs> No, so I think with the, with the cube, um, the nose. I mean, I don't even know if it's the, it's like almost not there. You know, it's I get just, a little it's fruitiness. A little. I mean, there's a little. It is so faint for me. It's like it's not even there. Um, mm-hmm. On the palate, though, it's just it's. I don't know. It's just not really there to me. Like it's lost a lot of potency to it. Like it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not like I'm really drinking a whiskey anymore. Almost. Um, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it almost tastes like a little bit like you're drinking a bourbon flavored water. Yeah. Which but that it's might still be. got something. I don't know if yeah, I, I mean yeah. it's not it's bad. got a little bit it's of bitterness just, at the end. Oh, did it yours and I didn't get bitterness, mm-hmm. but I'm like, it's just yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. So I guess we're ranking this one on the neat pour. Yeah, I mean for me the ice wasn't bad it's just wasn't good so yeah this is uh yeah i I wouldn't put ice in here not that i hate it um but it's best neat in my opinion yeah um you have an idea of rating for yourself i gotta think about this one i'm a little torn on this because 18 18 bucks is not much at all yeah and it's going to be hard not to t- factor that in. Mm-hmm. Honestly. I think I got a rating. All right. Why don't you go first? Okay. I'm going to go. So it's it's not blowing my mind. Um, it's good. Not bad. Especially neat pour. Um, smooth. Really easy to drink. And But nothing, nothing really shouting out this note or that note. But this would be really good to just, I mean, this would almost be a really good um, introductory bourbon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just just low key. Don't don't scare them. Don't do anything like that. Just kind of build them up. On, and this would be like one of the first ones I might give someone. Um, I'm going to give it a 7.6. Uh, mostly because it was good, sure, but it was light um, and it didn't you know, shout out any, any big notes or blow my mind in any way, but it was good. Uh, and mm-hmm. I want to give it what I say, seven, six. 
uh, because it's it's low end but trusty like i would be like oh is that all i have left on my shelf right now yeah i'll drink that that's i wouldn't be even mad about it so and i give it a like it okay and what was your number rating and you said seven seven point six seven point six okay and then um well after this i'll let you go first and then i'll show you what i have in mind next okay so i think uh similarly i'm like i think this is one that you would find on maybe uh someone who likes cocktails like mix and drinks Mm -hmm. um, but maybe not like super into whiskey or anything in one particular spirit um Mm -hmm. so you'd find this on maybe like you go to a friend's house like hey can i pour you a cocktail and you see this on the shelf i would say yeah you know i'll just take one of those neat and Mm -hmm. i would be happy with that um I was thinking about dipping into the sixes, but I'm going to go seven, one on it. 7.1 nice. on it. Um, it's, it's good. It's not bad. Yeah. It's good. It's better than bad. It's good. Yeah. Do you know what that's so, from? Oh man. What is it from? It's better than bad. It's good. Everyone wants a log. You're going to love a log. It's log from Balamo. Oh, it's Ren and Stimpy, no, I'm man. Not that you ever, old, Robbie. Did, did you ever watch Ren? Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever watch Ren and Stimpy? Oh no, I wasn't allowed to. Oh, uh, grew up on the mean streets west of Philadelphia, and you couldn't watch Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, my my uh, mother said, you know, <laughs> what is? <laughs> dang it. Uh, <laughs> A couple of guys, they were no good. My started making trouble. We got one little. Okay, so my mom got you. scared when, when I was watching running, running, whatever. Um, <laughs> what is it? Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy, and said she, "You're going. To, dang it! I can't even do this, man." <laughs> just, just stick to actuarialism. Yeah, really, stick to actual- math. Instead Stick of to math. Thug streets of West of Philadelphia. Stay away from the freestyle rap. Yeah, and stay away from fighting people before exams. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Anyway, you so, were going to say something else before I yeah. interrupted you. No, you're fine. Uh, what would? What's the most you would pay for this? A bottle. Um, you know, I I think I would kind of go into like I'd be around twenty five ish. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say about twenty. I mean, I'd be happy to purchase this for about twenty. I think it's pretty comparable to like you know Buffalo Trace standard, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, that's I, our, for me, if I Idaho's if I had twenty five bucks, I would definitely go with Buffalo Trace as opposed to this. But like, if I only had yeah. twenty bucks, yeah, I might I might purchase this personally. Yeah, that's a good point. I probably wouldn't pay as much as twenty five, but if I paid twenty five for it, I wouldn't feel bad about it. Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't regret so. that. Yeah. That's good. I'm not going to beat myself up. Yeah, I'm, I don't. I don't like to beat myself up. Actually, I love to beat myself up. But anyway, that's a whole nother episode. No man. Um. So, what do you say? Uh, is it time for whiskey world news? It's almost time. Cool. I want to say something. Though. I'm a little disappointed. In <laughs> Go I'm on. A little disappointed because I was really hoping with this one, you were going to be like. Uh, I give it a secondary rating of a goalie of Meadowland. (laughs) Go on, Robbie. A goalie of Meadowland mediocrity as compared to your trench of swampy goodness. I thought. I got to start thinking of these things. (laughs) Three, three part trench, swampy goodness. Goalie, Meadowland mediocrity. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, cool. Yeah, you know, go back to what you said. I think you're right. Probably shouldn't have said that. Let's go to our favorite segment, Whiskey World News. All right, this is part of our show where we read uh, an article and no way, shape, or form we take any credit for it. It's just uh, us reading it and talking about it. So this one comes from the New York Times. And it's titled, Now from Mexico, Corn Whiskey. Ooh. Uh, a basalo ancestral corn whiskey made from nixtamalized corn has a toasty aroma and some honeyed sweetness. We appreciate tequila. We've tried mez- mezcal and are sampling Sotol. Have you ever had Sotol? Have you heard of that? Uh, I've S-O-T-O-L? heard of it. S-O-T-O-L? I haven't. What is that again? Now I got it. S-O-T-O-L. I f- yeah, I forget what it is, but it's got to be around you because you're the Southwest. Yeah, 
I'm so anyway, I haven't, I've never had that, but I love mezcal and I love tequila. Yeah. Uh, anyway, still there's more to learn about Mexican spirits. Corn whiskey, for example, is a rarity, but now there's a new one. Abasalo el whisky de Mexico from Hilo Tepec de Abasalo, just north of Mexico City, is made entirely of heritage corn that has undergone nix, nixtamalization, nixtamalization like nice. maza. The 86 proof, huh? Similar to what ah. we had today, made in copper pot stills, aged in oak, is pale gold, has a tasty aroma, and some honeyed sweetness that tames the alcohol. It's excellent with a splash of pineapple juice and a squeeze of lime. Through August 1st, the profits from sales are being donated to another round, another rally, a nonprofit based in Phoenix that supports ah. the hospitality industry. So that's all the article was, but um, I knew we were drinking this, and I thought, hey, there's a lot of similarity there, and it's a relatively new article in the New York Times. But uh, have you ever seen any whiskeys from Mexico, Cole? Never. I, I think Never. it's it's interesting because, you know, Mexico and, and kind of Latin America in general is known for their corn flour or corn yeah. meal even. Uh, and that's what goes into a mash. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think they have a lot of potential because um, yeah, they're used sure. to growing maize slash corn. Uh, and I think they could probably kill it if they really put their energy into it. That's kind of well, cool. Yeah, I mean... And you've got, I mean, I don't know, I'm not going to try to generalize all of Mexico, but I'm like, there's a lot of distilling history Mm. in Mexico in general. So I'm like, hey, go for it. Anyway, I don't know. So it it sounds like my, I doubt I'm going to be able to find this in Idaho, but if you can find a bottle, I would love to try this. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I'll have to look into that to where I can find it. It's pretty, it's, yeah, it's a pretty cool little, uh, you know, apothecary, almost kind of simple bottle. But yeah, uh, you know, like I said, I love corn whiskey and uh, I'm a huge, I love mezcal and I love tequila. And so, yeah, be interesting to see uh, a whiskey product from Mexico. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hey. I, uh, I think uh, if I find it, I would love to buy it, especially if it were within reasonable price range. Well, it says it's uh, $40. Oh, I'd pay that to figure out. And yeah. that'd be great to have on the podcast. Yeah, it'd be fun. Our first Mexican whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have um, to do... What are some countries we haven't done yet? We haven't done uh, Australia yet, and they have a good few. We yeah. haven't done Taiwan, which is Cavaland, is Taiwanese. We've done Japanese. Um, we talked about Chinese, but we haven't done anything Chinese whiskey. I don't even know if you can buy Chinese whiskey. Uh, we've done Scotch, Irish that's about we, it. You haven't done English, and we had an article about English whiskey. That's right. We did have an article. Yeah, that would be interesting to try. Uh, we, mm-hmm. Although we did have a Irish whiskey that was sold from England. Um, yes, true. It, yeah. Yeah. I love all the we're countries. Gonna, we're we're going to have to buy a, a, a map of the world and start putting little pin tacks in it. Exactly. <laughs> You're like um, conquered. Oh, man. So... I found some amazing... Do you like tequila, though, Cole? I can enjoy tequila. Okay, so I found uh, these habanero bitters. Nice. Yeah, and spicy margaritas are my jam now. So, yeah. What do you think of spicy Bloody Marys? I love the idea of Bloody Marys. I love the garnishes. I love vodka. I hate tomato juice. So, (laughs) so I typically do too, but if you make it a peppery, spicy, bloody Mary, I'm in like, yeah, sold salty. I will always, like, I see someone having a bloody Mary. I'm like, yeah, I want one of those. And then I taste it. I'm like, it's tomato juice. Oh, right. So, so just, uh, just, uh, spicy, um, what were you saying? Margaritas for you. Spicy margaritas, man. But I, you know. Like the best. Okay, so what's your favorite Bloody Mary garnish? Uh, bacon, like peppered bacon. Pepper bacon. I'm going straight with uh, pickled asparagus. Oh my gosh, nice, so good. Yeah, I think no, next time I order good. Bloody Mary, I like, kind of get the vodka on the side, and then I'll just sip the vodka. Sip the vodka and eat the garnish and save the tomato Leave juice for when it's sprayed by a skunk. Take the cannoli. <laughs> Anyway, 
All right, cool. What do you say we uh, transition to everybody's least favorite episode or segment of the show? It's what whiskey would you favorite. choose? Is it everyone's favorite? I don't, I don't know. know, but people get involved with these it. things. Yeah. People do get involved. It's my favorite ep- segment of the show because people do get involved with it. So, you know um, what my favorite segment is, Robbie? What's finding out segment? how your week was? But <laughs> oh, cool. Yours is yours is this. That's okay. You know, no, I'm joking. So, uh, go ahead, Robbie, with the results from last week. Oh my goodness. I messed up, cool. Uh, kill some time because I totally forgot to take screenshots of stuff this week. Oy, um, cool. So, uh, how was... listeners, I think I, I think I won this week uh, because I. <laughs> um, yeah, this week I checked a few times and I was up. Uh, but I Cole, think shut up! Because... I've got Cole, okay. shut up! I've got results. Who? <laughs> good covering, Cole. Appreciate that. Thanks. Hey guys, so last week our scenario was rainy day whiskey. Uh, Cole went with Ardbeg Corvrecken. I went with Lafroy mm-hmm. 10. And at first Cole was killing it. And <gasps> then it wasn't killing it as much, but Cole still won. Oh, good. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I like to hear. The audible gasp right there. Yeah, so Cole won 59 to 41%. Um, wow, and then, that close? Uh, it was close. Yeah, it got close. I mean, you were killing me at first. Like it was... Uh-huh. 80 to 20 almost, so. But then you got your wife to vote. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. She always holds up and goes, which one do I vote for on, like, everything? So I'm like. That's great. Yeah. yeah so anyway, um, my wife says I'm cool. Um, she, she's right. <clears throat> some, she's right. Has some, had some good write-ins. A lot of like minds on this. Rainy day Seriously. seems like it's a scotch thing. Yeah, so. Uh, uh, Isla scotch. Miles Ferguson, Kilted 518 said, you took my two favorites, so he's going to go with. Tomatin, 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 Tomatin. Twelve, because uh, he went to the and he also went to the distillery in Scottish Highlands. Uh, nice. B side and the Barrel Bum both said Lagavulin sixteen. Great minds. And Aklukeri. Yep. Uh, said Lagavulin Distillers Edition. Ooh, and then, good stuff. And then so uh, so then I was thinking about it more during the week. I'm like, you know, I don't know if I would necessarily go with a Scotch. Um, and I was thinking something. Uh, more similar to what uh, Joel and M09 said. He says, I'm going to drink something very drinkable for a long rainy day, Red Best, Red Breast 12. Oh. I thought, yeah, I'm like, that's a good one too. But I think so I would go good. more like a cask on that. But either way, yeah. like Red Breast 12 is awesome. So lots yeah. of good write-ins there. Um, But this week, I got a scenario for you, Cole. Okay. Kind of sticking to our bottom shelf, mid-shelf kind of thing we got going on today. Um, What is your go-to? whiskey for a whiskey and coke if you gotta have a whiskey and coke um you know maybe you're at some show at some it has a a small bar in the back they don't have a a lot of you know pours you want to have neat just has something that you're gonna put in pour in a coke what is your go-to whiskey for whiskey and coke cole so this one time when i worked at the bar i tried a certain whiskey certain bourbon and it like amplified the coke flavor okay in a good way like it really brought out bourbon and coke together and i think it's like a 50 dollar bottle uh so that's a little high for bourbon and coke uh, but it's a bottle called lexington uh it's oh. got a horse on the front it looks like a almost like a woodford reserve type bottle like flat and like flat so um <laughs> but it was good and it, i thought i thought it really amped up the coke and the coke amped it up it was great um so a little technical in that way like but i wish i had a cheaper option too but i'm gonna go with lexington for this one okay so lexington it was just it's just lexington yep lexington bourbon, bourbon. okay i've never heard of that i'm after to... it's got a horsey okay. horsey yeah. uh oh man that's another who that's another good what whiskey would you choose? What uh-huh. is your go-to horse-themed whiskey? Rock Hill Farms, anyway. baby. Oh, not me. No. Yeah? Well, no, shut up. We're going to have to use that later, man. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're giving it away, man. That's uh, great. Anyway, my, uh, my go-to. So if I think I have not, like, I would probably go with, like, Evan Williams. But I'm not a huge okay. fan of bourbon. I don't like bourbon and Coke. I really, really? Not because I feel like you like Isla Scotch and Coke. It's like sweet on sweet, which to me I don't know. It's just 
it gets too sweet. But like, if it's going to be a bourbon, it would be Evan Williams. But you go up to the bar and you're like, hey, can I get a Williams and Coke? Or can I get an Evans and Coke? Can I get a Evans with Coke? And like, it's just, it's not right. I go to the bar and I'm ordering a Coke. I'm asking for a crown and Coke. That's what I'm going with. I'm just going to have crown roll and Coke. I feel like it's not too sweet. The Coke is sweet enough. um, And it's easy to order. Cheap. I don't feel bad about throwing that in some Coke. Like, if you're a listener voting for Lexington and Coke, like, you're going to feel, like, honestly, you hit that button on Wednesday, you're going to feel bad about yourself. Like, I just wasted a decent whiskey and some Coke, you know? So, I'm not trying to appeal to you, like, by any stretch, but. But if you're a bigger fan of Robbie, you know. (laughs) If you're a bigger fan of truth, Cole. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. So I'm going with Crown and Coke. Cole's going with a Lexington and Coke, which sounds super pretentious. You're not a pre- <laughs> listeners. You're not pretentious, but you know, whatever. So yeah, anyway. yeah. <laughs> or someone's gonna someone's gonna write in and say uh, Eagle Rare 17. Oh, it's gonna be Adam. Adam's gonna be yeah. like, I, I'm going with the flat Coke. Yeah, from the fridge a week ago. <laughs> Eagle Rare 17. Oh man, yeah, listeners, if you haven't. Listen to the Eagle Rare 17 episode. I want to say it was like episode 20 or something like that. Uh, or Yeah, I don't even know what it was, but it was early. It was the first 20 episodes, I want to say. Uh, that's a funny one where Adam decides to throw my favorite pour of all time into flat Coke. <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't even new Coke. It was an old Yeah, one. it was great. Don't get me wrong, but a waste of... So- Eagle Rare 17. <laughs> Speaking of Adam, you never replied when I sent you the uh, screenshot of our text from last weekend. where he So Adam was mixing um, the podcast and messaged me. Um, and speaking of which, Moose is no longer allowed in the recording room. <laughs> because Adam goes, the hell are you feeding that dog? And like, uh-huh. I was like, what are you talking about? And it's like, that is the loudest fart I've ever heard. So apparently the mic picked up the loudest moose fart ever and, uh, <laughs> and he took it out she took it, it out in. oh yeah he's like i am not putting that in the podcast so he probably probably <laughs> <laughs> you know at the end of it we'll do our little seinfeld thing and maybe he could put the moose fart in as the yeah, last please <laughs> adam anyway yeah so <laughs> hey we're like really low on time this episode yeah, we went well. Which, I mean, uh, we went long last week, so I guess, you know, yeah, math makes man, up it averages it. out. Yeah, so which I'm not against. You know, if we get all of our uh, tasting and talking in, I'm down. Uh, yeah. But yeah, what should we drink next week? You have any uh, thoughts? <laughs> I I was inspired. Uh, Caleb Olson hit us up today and mentioned uh, uh, the Four yes, Roses was... Small Batch uh, Select. And I'm mm-hmm. like, holy cow, that was great when I tried it one time. So I'd be down to put that on the on the list, but up to you. Okay, so that's your that, that can be your nomination. So I yeah, that I, sounds good. Yeah, he sent that. I saw it right as I was. You messaged me that you're ready to go. Um, so I fully stand by that one. That got me excited for that one. Yeah. Um, I also was thinking um, that Larceny Barrel Proof. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Should that's that's a good the, side by side. Yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. We'll do that. So we'll we'll see what people vote for. Either way, I'm happy because I am excited for either one of those. Yeah, seriously. And then, uh, let's see, today is, we're recording on May 21st, and in July, hopefully, uh, if all things go correctly, we will be recording together. Yeah. After my exam. Oh, is that going to come up? Are your exams scheduled again? Yes, I, I do have an exam scheduled on my 30th birthday. Oh, Worst okay. ever. But that's, you know, you get out of the exam and it's like Let's you're hope. done and you Let's celebrate. Hope. I, I just really, like there's the, there's the small but slight chance that I will fail this exam, which oh man probably won't, but that would be like the worst birthday ever. Yeah. No, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's still your 30th birthday. Yeah. It's still your birthday. And you, you'll, you'll get to take the test again. It's just as long yeah. as you don't fight anybody, end up in jail. Like that's the yeah. big thing. That's number one. Yeah. Don't so. go to jail, Cole. Don't fight someone on the street. So <laughs> that's good for me. Uh, any other thoughts, uh, Robbie? Before we wrap things up. 
No, man, I'm good. I'm happy to have found like a cheap whiskey that's super sippable. I like that. It was good. I agree. So it was a good episode. Good, good yeah, whiskey. Yeah, I'm glad to have this bottle. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, cool. I hope yeah. your studying goes well, and I hope you don't end up in jail. Well, I hope that moose farts make this episode. <laughs> I do, too. But most of all, listeners, we hope our love of spirits. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute there, Robbie. Wait a minute, guys. Hey, it's Adam uh, here from Motorbox Media. You also recognize my voice as being one of the original hosts of this show, I am checking in here at the end with you to say a final goodbye. My time with Chill Filtered, as I said, started as a host, a founder of the show, along with Cole, and we spent about a year and a half doing this show together. And then I uh, left to take care of my health. I quit drinking, um, but I continued to be the one who puts the show together to produce it and edit the shows and get them uploaded to the internet for you all to hear. And uh, it has been my honor and pleasure to do that all this time. But that time has come to an end, and so I wanted to just check in one last time, tell you how I'm doing, and tell you how much I have enjoyed being a part of this show. As far as how I'm doing, I'm doing great. I'm as healthy as a horse, uh, way more energy than I've ever had in my life, and life only continues to get better. Um, I know the show is still going on and Cole and Robbie have, uh, have found somebody else to continue doing the things that I've been doing. And I'm sure that, uh, the show will progress and keep going strong. Uh, I cannot wait until the end of, uh, this year, December 16th is when I can drink whiskey again and I plan on doing it and I will raise a glass to you guys, but I just wanted to one last time tell you guys how much I've enjoyed being a part of this show as a host and as an editor and as a producer. Uh, you know, every show has started with this is a Motorbox Media podcast. It's not my voice doing it, but um, that's been an honor to to have the production company that I started be a part of this and uh, be on every episode. That's not going to be happening anymore, and that's okay. Uh, love y'all and, uh, keep drinking. And, and for one final time from me, I hope that my love of spirits lifted yours. Mm-hmm.